0: This is Jen, and this is Paranormal.Chat. I'm here with my brother Eric and Jesse. Say hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? And we are back for episode 22. This is going to be the final episode on Skinwalker Ranch, unless, like, some crazy shit happens
1: in the (laughs) remainder
0: of 2020, which, you know what? I'm not even going to fucking cross that off the list. Yeah,
2: we have a virus, killer bees. uh chris evans wang
3: wildfires
2: wildfires
3: and of course the very sad uh departure oh god yeah yeah chadwick boseman
0: oh yeah we were talking about ruth Bader ginsburg Ginsburg. oh uh, (laughs) oh well chadwick boseman also
2: also yes just the
0: most recent one (laughs) yeah there's just too much going on jesus on top of just like, like and
2: didn't we just come off a year where we lost bowie and all kinds of other iconic figures. Yeah, we lost
3: a good amount of the '90s leftover grunge yeah. people. Aside from Pro Jam, they, they look like they're holding strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No
0: um, and the Rolling Stones somehow. Well, a, <laughs> you know what? <laughs>
3: the, I to this point now believe <laughs> the wives' tale of them making a pact with the devil <laughs> to <laughs> rock on forever. They, they
2: have an elixir of life or something. something. But sorry to interrupt your oh, uh, no, introduction.
0: It's Jen. okay. Um, but any who's So yeah. Uh, final episode for Skinwalker Ranch, if you haven't. Uh, If this is your first episode, definitely go back and listen to episode 20 and 21 so that you can get the full experience. Um, But before we start, let's just do our regular stuff. Uh, You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, If you would like to be on the show, we could set up a Zoom meeting. You can Email us at let's chat paranormal at gmail.com. You could also send in your story there to be read on air. Um, if you want somebody specific to read it, uh, definitely make note of that. Um, I'm just going to be default. But uh, you can also find us on social media uh, it's going to be paranormal.chat on Instagram and Facebook. And definitely make sure to remember to leave a rating wherever you're listening to, give a follow, and share.
2: Yeah, share away. Share away.
0: Yep. But, um, oh, creepy updates. I have one.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Well, it was just a bit weird and odd. So, uh, dad bought Sal a bunch of, like, little pumpkins after we visited <laughs> your house. Okay. And so, dad felt bad, brought Sal pumpkins, and then, so Sal is obsessed this, with this one, the biggest pumpkin. And it uh, has, like, a little flashing light in it, whatever. He carries it around. He tries to take <laughs> it in the bath, whatever. And so it was in the middle of the hallway, like, at the end of the hallway. and Or wait, no, it was in the closet. No,
3: okay, so he has this pocket and he carries it everywhere. It's usually in the room or in the living room. Uh-huh. So we have a good portion of his toys in the closet, uh, but they're really, like, in the front of the closet. The back of the closet is usually reserved for, like, Seasonal stuff, like our Christmas stuff, is over there. The DVDs, like very back, like that's stuff that like only I reach. Not even Jen. Jen will be like, "Can you get whatever?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I gotta go to the fucking Narnia's closet." This is a a walk-in
0: closet. It could be like an office space, really.
3: Yeah. So um, our studio. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like way, way, way back there. So uh, I'm I'm messing around with Sal, and she's you know doing her makeup, and Sal literally goes to the closet, and he goes. Like he's making like a fuss about it, And I go what? Okay. I go oh crap, he's gonna hit the toys. So he usually never goes all the way to the back because, like I said, it's it's black back there. It's like pitch pitch black. So he runs all the way back there and he's like fidgeting. And I keep telling him, get your butt over here. Like what are you doing? <laughs> like you crazy? And he's all fidgeting, fidgeting. He's like, what the hell? I was Like, and he, I see him pull a pumpkin out of there. And I was like, where are you? did that even come from? <laughs> and it's the pumpkin. I was like, hey, did you? hide that in there for him and she's like no it was in the living room or in his room and i was like well he just pulled it out of back there like i like don't nothing yeah yeah like i don't remember i don't remember Ooh, putting shit. it back there like i don't even mess with the thing <laughs> dad just bought y'all a haunted, a haunted pumpkin, pumpkin dollar tree <laughs> <laughs> i was just like "What is it even what was it even and i don't even know where he pulled it from because everything's in totes and plastic bags and then there's like a crock pot
0: yeah. okay
3: and a tv oh shit
0: yeah like so I don't And
2: if I remember correctly,
1: that has a pretty heavy door to it too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like he could get in there. Yeah, right?
0: we or well, we definitely try to keep him out of there just because the, it is, all the toys are in there and like he will pull every single one out. <laughs> yeah.
3: And we yeah. have a couple of dressers that he'll pull the the drawers out and try to climb.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Whoa. We don't
0: spooky. let
2: him in there.
1: Yeah,
0: that was our spooky update. Anything for you?
2: No, no. Yeah, no, nothing spooky. Aside from me having to go in uh at like around midnight and seeing the what I can only describe as life forms on military <laughs> around that time is uh yeah, that's pretty spooky and
1: I
0: think that's scary. the most accurate life forms. <laughs> yeah.
3: What's that line from uh, from fifth element? Uh, uh, are you are you human? He's all negative. I'm a, I'm <laughs> a meat popsicle. That's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh
2: totally different vibe at least from what i remember like you know mid 2000s early 2000s mm-hmm. and maybe it was just because i was younger but uh, military had a different vibe to it now
1: yeah, it's
2: yeah it's a little more aggressive yeah it's uh I
1: it's, I, it's weird i,
3: I want to say it's that vibe where like again i'm going back to men in black where tommy lee jones shows will smith and then he doesn't see anything the same after that <laughs> where, like everything's really fucking that's how i can't explain it because that's how i feel when i go like to walmart here i follow out the door like doesn't want h-e-b and i'm like i can't be human. <laughs> no way well,
2: it was, like, that homeless lady that got smart and got the scooter and started chasing everyone down. What you she had been there for years, this one homeless panhandler. Mm-hmm. And uh, she would, like, shuffle at you. So you could you could pretty much just, like, pretend like you ignored her and get away from her at a brisk pace. But then she got a hold of, a, like, a Razor scooter. And she would start <laughs> scoot. Yes, I am not over-exaggerating.
3: She's all, I, I changed the game with this. Game changer.
2: <laughs> yeah. She would have got herself a scooter, and she would fucking like just Tony Hawk her way to you. <laughs> Give
3: me that change, goddamn it!
0: Say she probably stole a bird scooter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, no, this was years ago. Uh, now that I think about it, I, I, am sorry for being maybe uh, a little inconsiderate because I haven't seen her in years, uh-huh. so she may be gone. Oh. So uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know,
0: well, loss
2: of life is bad, but yeah.
3: still.
0: Man, game changer.
3: Yeah, well, the bird thing is because we have a recurring uh, joke about my little brother and the birds when they were in town.
1: <laughs> okay,
3: because oh, um, he's like, uh, I mean, if he listens to it, that I don't have a problem with it. He's kind of like a a dunce when it comes to stuff. So okay, I always would make a joke that he got like pickpocketed downtown and like. <laughs> The hobos were just using his debit card to rent uh, birds. Because <laughs> he was always like, man, how did I overdraft? Like, that was like a recurring thing. He's like, man, how did I overdraft? And I'm just like, hobos just have his, like, card, like, copied, And they're just like, hey, let's just hitch a ride over here on this bird. <laughs> it's on, it's on Jose. <laughs>
0: but, all right, I think we're, uh, we're good. We we're can, all caught up. Yeah, we can wrap up. Wait, no, one last thing. Jesse went back to Laredo last week. Oh, yeah. But there was nothing spooky, so... Oh. Yeah.
2: I mean, no Laredo Sasquatch?
3: No, but I actually passed by one of my childhood home, and it looks just as creepy as ever. No (laughs) shit. Yeah, I have a video of it.
0: Yeah, but we won't upload it in case somebody does live there so they can maintain their privacy. I don't even know how they would live there. You'd be surprised. Yeah, but it it looks... (laughs) But any hoosers, um, all right, Eric, let's get into this final part of Skinwalker.
1: Yes. Or
0: well, let's just say that we finished off with the blue meanings and I've been distraught since last week, so.
2: Oh, because <laughs> of the dogs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry that I left you on that note.
1: I, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> so, when we last left, Tom Gorman and his dogs uh, had just been exploded. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, He'd released an article in the Desert News with a simple request of, I want this to stop. And this is when we get to introduce one of the more interesting characters in this story. It was Robert Bigelow who saw this article and thought that this was a prime opportunity for one of his new uh, adventures. Now, just a little bit about Bigelow, uh, because, like I said, he is very interesting. Uh, He grew up in Las Vegas and he was actually always interested in the paranormal and space and all of that stuff uh, he actually lived near one of the nuclear testing sites actually seen one of the largest test uh bombs being tested so always intrigued him it it piqued his interest in it uh it's just one of those things where
1: it was right I, up his head.
2: yeah it, i guess it was destiny for him to do this because he pretty much made it his life goal to pursue the knowledge and discovery of of space and the paranormal and stuff like this. And he did this uh, by going to school for business, and he uh, basically acquired all of this money through the development of hotels and motels and apartments, uh, specifically the budget in hotels. And that's where his funding came to basically uh, kind of do weird shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pursue his his that's childhood dream. Badass, yeah, I mean, he became a multimillionaire with these uh, with these budget in suites, uh, and that's where, like I said, he got the funds to basically develop his own team to investigate Skinwalker Ranch, and uh, he called it the National Institute of Discovery Science, or NIDS.
3: And uh, I, I, before I want to say that at the time he really did have a really nice high tech setup. For the time, oh yeah. I mean, he, he really went all out.
2: Yeah, because I mean, this wasn't his first venture into this. I mean, he had past ventures where he was trying to, uh, trying to, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Like he was trying to unite the UFO community, and he got a bunch of these UFO, uh, different like charters or groups, and said, "Look, I have the money. Y'all have the know-how. Use my money." And go out there and find some fucking UFOs, <laughs> but they fucked it up because there was there was just squabbling between them. They they couldn't all agree on who was going to take the credit. So eventually he pulled out, and then he he developed his own little crew, which was called uh, the uh, National Institute of Discovery Science. That's dream team. Pretty much, and he did. He he had some heavy hitters in here. Uh, he had Comb Kelleher. or I mean, uh, at the very beginning he had some. Uh, some uh, you getting some weird noises?
3: Mm-mm. Are uh, you?
2: kind of.
0: Huh.
2: Yeah, it's kind of strange. Was that like a humming, something. Yeah, I, I
3: heard it real quick.
2: Yeah. Oh, huh.
0: I heard I heard the humming, but I was I think I think like my right ear isn't hearing correctly. But anyway, sorry.
2: Okay. Um, it's a UFO. They're they're listening to us <laughs> yeah. right now.
1: They're all like what?
2: Uh, so, like I said, there was the disagreement between the the, the <laughs> venturing UFO groups uh, on whether or not who's going to take the, the credit for it and stuff. But like I said, he he went on to develop NIDs, and this was the team that was going to spearhead the study and investigation on Skinwalker Ranch. And for the next eight years, this team would experience some of the weirder and stranger happenings on the ranch. So, like I said, he got a hold of this article. He read it, and he got a he got in contact with uh, Tom Gorman, and offered him 200k to purchase the ranch. Now, Tom, having lost a lot of money and time with everything that just happened, I mean, because he was having just dozens of cows killed almost like weekly. Oh shit! Right? He jumped at the
3: opportunity and takes the deal. What? He's like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I
0: feel like that's such a small amount for what he the land. That he
3: he's yeah but you gotta understand he knows what this land is about he wants to get out of there quick and in a hurry Mm -hmm. yeah pretty Mm -hmm.
2: much uh because like i said i mean it's not his express intent on ever making any money off of this land or the or the things that are happening on it uh he just wanted to be a cattle rancher so like i said he jumped at the opportunity and took the money and bought another ranch 25 miles down the way. But he did agree, because I bet you I'm sure he was fucking damned if he wasn't going to get some answers for everything that he experienced. So he also agrees to stay on at Skinwalker Ranch as the ranch manager. Uh, Plus, Bigelow had purchased a couple of cows for bait. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What?
3: He's got to have a a variable.
2: Yeah, you can't go fishing without bait.
0: Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> fishing for aliens, got it.
2: When Nids first arrived on Skinwalker Ranch, they spent the first month with no equipment, basically observing and getting to lay of the land. They first began with uh, testing the foliage and water on the land, and nothing came back. You know, they were looking for something naturally occurring, maybe some type of psychedelic or something, gas, whatever. Uh, but everything came back negative, uh, so there was no no credence to anything there. But of course, as we've learned from Skinwalker Ranch, staying quiet is not in its nature. So shortly after that, in September of 96, Combe Kelleher, a physicist, a vet, all moved into a trailer on the land and began observing. Though being quoted as not being too exciting, uh, they do get their first phenomena. The three investigators witnessed an object with yellow lights hovering in the distance. It was too far to capture on camera, though but they do witness it flying a perfect circle over their head and then flying off into the distance, disappearing. Hmm. So this wasn't the only account that happened, but they were so very far in between. And really nothing else happened uh, for a few months after that. Uh, The team even returned to Vegas with, like I said, nothing happening but a slight cattle mutilation where a few cows had just had what looked like a drill hole drilled into their skull but it was nothing severe to like kill them or anything
3: it was just something that they survived yeah oh my god (laughs) i like how you touched the fact that they they decided they were going to test up for like psychedelics it it actually led me back to what i had read i best i think how lsd got started like in the middle ages like you know (laughs) they would have like a that bacteria strain like okay literally pollute the crop and the whole like a whole
0: isn't that why they said the what was it?
3: Um, MK Ultra.
0: No, like the um, whole town
2: would go mad.
1: Yeah, they like would call the Salem it Salem
0: Witch Trials because. Of, oh, I um, I actually
2: don't know about this, oh but this gosh. is very interesting. We'll yeah. do
0: we'll do an episode.
3: Yeah, it's like contaminated Second. grain. It, essentially, it turns.
2: Really.
0: What? <laughs> don't
3: ruin it. Well, yeah, I mean, we, there's, there's, I'm not ruining it. it's Like, literally, you can, can, Well, Google I mean, it. I didn't know this, so. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's a thing it's a thing like throughout history where like <laughs> okay. it happens okay that like, was
0: my first thought too it's like maybe there's some like weird ass algae in like the well water but well, whatever. yeah like
3: that weird algae that eats your uh, brain
0: right when
2: you swim like. are you pretty much describing the happening or or whatever mm. the one where the trees are releasing no no these are actual things uh, no like, i'm just joking i'm
0: sorry i've never seen it but anyways
2: <laughs> so like i said the uh the cows only had like drill hole or what looked like drill holes oh, yeah. yeah well i mean
3: it wasn't Hey, nothing. their anuses are intact okay
2: <laughs> well i mean uh, the, even the investigators when they went over there and look at them they were like well maybe it fell on a fence i guess
3: <laughs> but it's, their anuses are okay that's all that matters <laughs> yeah, we thoroughly
2: inspected the anuses they are fine <laughs> okay so but it was on march 10th that one of the more gruesome accounts happened on the ranch. Tom and Ellen were checking on the herd, and all seemed to be normal. So they decided to tend to something else a short ways down, uh, you know, in the distance. But when they returned, they had noticed that one of the cows was injured. It was limping away from the herd, from the main herd. So Tom and Ellen, uh, shocked to see this, uh, they go and investigate, and they quickly notice that that isn't the only thing that's wrong with this whole picture right uh when they get there tom notices that another cow is pretty gruesomely mutilated uh he's shocked to discover that the cow is splayed open it's a calf i'm sorry it's a calf Mm -hmm. it's splayed open with everything on the inside scooped out Mm -hmm. three of its legs were splayed open with the fourth being ripped off and (gasps) thrown clear of the area he, uh, like I said, y- y- I want to put an emphasis on everything inside this cow was scooped out. It was picked clean. All there was was just a mangled, broken tangle of rib cage. I mean, it, it, it almost sounds like it was put on display because of the way it was, dis- was splayed out. Yeah. Uh, and the, one of the things that I, I want to emphasize with this whole scooping everything out is that there was no blood in the area. Not a single drop of blood. So, I mean, it's almost like if, if they had to have, like, vacuum-sucked everything out of this cow. And they were only gone for about 45 minutes.
3: Jesus.
2: So, I I, I don't want to say that it's impossible for that to happen.
3: It is very impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, sure, anything is possible. But just given the fact that, what year are we in again? I think we're in the 90s. Are we in the 90s right now? Yes. So, yes. okay, I mean, just technology-wise, medically yeah. speaking, we're, we're still having very botched uh, <laughs> plastic <laughs> you surgeries, you know, Mickey, yeah. Mickey yeah. Rourke. Little yeah, but we're talking about blood that's going to coagulate when it gets oxidized, and, you know, these things yeah. have four stomachs. Um, yeah.
2: So, yeah, I mean, uh, Jesse's touching on a really good point
3: here because, I mean, if, if even if
2: it was possible, you, you have to – it's a calf, right? It's still probably like a 500-pound animal, right? Right. And you're over here Correct. trying to do this. So you you, you got to think like, okay, trying to keep the calf still, trying to mutilate it, and then trying to take about 500 pounds worth of innards and entrails and removing it from the property and whatever equipment that you use to remove it without dropping a single...
3: No blood, no fluids, and I assume no smell if there's any of that. Because, I uh, mean... No, no smell. Because no I, smell. I've skinned and you know de animals and as clean as you may be the smell stays there oh yeah, yeah so i mean
2: yeah and and to further uh make this even stranger colm Kelleher actually goes over there and investigates further and it's it's then that he discovers that not only was all of this done to the animal but he also discovers that the left ear was cleanly cut cut like, it was just, it was almost surgical and, and perfect. And it just made it that much more stranger. So, I, I really don't know what these, these...
3: Uh, like what would be the meaning or, like, the yeah, purpose exactly. behind all of it?
0: Yeah, exactly. shock artists.
2: <laughs> they're
1: Marilyn Manson aliens.
3: <laughs> they're Rob Zombie aliens. <laughs> I, can't, I mean, I wouldn't even get it. They're, I mean, is I feel like it's a kid who took their... Dad's ray gun, and he just started shooting stuff, (laughs) and then he just got back. It's a couple of adolescent, (laughs) yes, like teen angst. Oh my god! Like the only thing I could think of is like teen angst. (laughs) Yeah, like it's got four stomachs. Shoot them all! Yeah. Oh my god, I could totally
2: see that, right? Like, you know, when we were kids, we were like, "Man, what the fuck is on the inside of that frog?" And you know, fucking dad used to blow up frogs with fireworks and stuff. Oh my god, I
0: didn't know
2: that. Are you serious? I'm very serious.
0: (laughs) Wow while y'all were outside playing tank wars with the fireworks <laughs> i would be inside with the dogs making sure they were okay and i'd be like okay oh, we'll, all, we'll all go to therapy later like well, little did you know <laughs> yeah little did i know you guys would be fucking crazy <laughs> but anyway so
2: but still i mean that yes, I, I could boys see be boys. yeah like, no i could see adolescents being like yeah i heard this thing has four stomachs and then, like, if it was aliens, right? Let's just yeah. do it theoretical. Just like, oh, I want to see these 4 fucking stomachs. <laughs> but it didn't just stop there. That same night, as if uh, the floodgates to the paranormal had just been open, calm the physicist and Tom all heard Tom's dogs barking. So they jumped into Tom's truck to go and investigate, driving off into the night. After moments of driving, the men see what looked like a cow standing in the shadow of a tree.
1: Oh, Yeah. Oh, God.
2: Perplexed, they mm-hmm. stop, and it's then that they see these two yellow orbs appear up in the branches. As they approach the tree, it's then that they get a better look at the shocking scene. 20 feet perched up in the branches is a gigantic animal. So Tom being Tom, stops the truck, jumps out, and immediately pulls out his rifle and fires. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, the men see the lights instantly go out upon the shots and see something fall out of the tree so they make their way over there to the spot to find nothing nobody no tracks no blood then they see a separate creature again so tom again takes aim and fires twice certain that he hit something but when they get to the spot again all they find is a single oval track embedded six inches into the snow with two protruding claws like digits out of the back of that, that track. They also discover another track 20 feet away. So I don't know if that is like the gate of that animal. Oh my God. Right? Like how big that animal is that it took a step 20 feet away or I don't know if it's just hopping on one that leg. I don't know.
0: Very shivers.
2: <laughs> Why?
3: Well, you've got to... I, I view it as in like, they got it.
0: What if it's a shapeshifter though? Because like, if it...
2: Like if, a skinwalker?
0: Oh. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I was about to say, like, oh, man. This is the part in the 90s movie where we say the name of it.
2: (laughs) Where we say the
1: name, you're a lethal weapon.
2: (laughs) The thing that's hunting us is a predator.
0: I'm just going to say, it's it's pretty late at night, and we went to work, and yeah.
3: (laughs) You could say he has a license to kill. Oh,
1: my God. (laughs)
3: that's a fabulous gun you got it's a
2: golden gun god
1: (laughs) so anyways (laughs) we've just
3: single-handedly debunked the 90s thing where you can actually say like we can break the fourth wall on this i'm sorry
1: wow a lot of things happened on this podcast very
3: I just Come want on. to also reiterate that she is not drinking alcohol.
0: I know I'm yeah. sober. <laughs> I am so sober right now. I feel like you can't hear
2: No, yeah, I got. I just fixed it right now. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> back to the story. Yes, yeah, sorry. This isn't the only one of many more, or this is one of only many more creature-like figures that would uh, continue to appear on the ranch. On other occasions, Tom and Ellen were out on the ranch uh, doing what ranchers do when they noticed a strange red dust in the corral where they kept a few horses. As they got closer, for a better look, uh, what they see could only be described as an abomination of nature. They see a huge muscular creature kind of shaped like a boar. It had a red bushy tail like a fox, strange stubby legs, and the head of a dog. It's when Tom and Ellen begin to run to the corral that the creature notices them and dashes through the corral bars and runs up a slope before disappearing. When Tom and Ellen checked on the horses, all they saw was uh, just a few scratches and a distinct smell of musky wet fur. Mm. Yeah, so that, that's, that's pretty creepy. And that wouldn't be the only time that, that that particular creature would show up because it actually shows up quite a bit. It's just none of the other accounts are not are very like notable, but it is something that reoccurs because that's one of the things with Skinwalker Ranch. Like, this is a good segue into kind of describing this, right? So these are actual scientists trying to gather data on something that they cannot reproduce, right? I mean, the scientific method is fully surrounded by being able to set up your experiment and do it over and over and over to see if you can get the same results right that's a scientific method but with skinwalker ranch i mean these are things that you are out of control right there's even a general that uh is pretty spooky like i'm not saying he's spooky in general i'm saying what the man had done in his previous career and what he probably knows was probably scary because they describe him i
3: forget what his name was
2: but they describe him as having like credentials lifted out of the x-files like he had done yeah, a lot of stuff
3: he uh, he's one of the, the i guess if not the most hardened character uh, that i remember mm-hmm. from the, the stories and funny that you said about the fur thing that, that's like a recurring thing mm-hmm. with them but mm-hmm. i always want to know because me personally like i've smelled a lot of uh, animal <laughs> fur like yeah. just being out in the country i'm curious to like what it is that they were smelling what they're smelling like go deer yeah. so uh,
2: it, it's funny you say that because uh and and it's a detail that i didn't actually put in my notes but he does uh and and you know i'm i'm, I'm not from the country so you make a good point right you you've lived around there so you you know what a skunk smells like if yeah. it's yeah. around or or, or just a any wet animal like a, right
3: like a wet howling you can yeah. smell it because you think like, they stink
2: yeah or like and, a wet dog and uh like like i said you can make the distinctions and that was one of the details that he actually said was he couldn't he couldn't tell what kind of animal it was it just smelled like wet fur hmm. right so that was strange uh, it's at this ramp up of activity that people were even around the ranch began to report sightings around skinwalker ranch on one occasion a couple was driving home one night when they witnessed a dark humanoid creature sprinting in the field along the road that they were traveling on oh, no. it was keeping pace with, with their the car. car yeah that's about to say
3: yeah you gotta oh, understand my God. <laughs> you're you're driving okay Let me set up the scenario. You're driving on the side of the road. There's no (laughs) lights on top. So you're just getting the light from the headlights. So you can see kind of the side stuff. Uh And you see this humanoid elongated shadow keeping pace with you. Yeah. At like 60, 50 miles an hour. (laughs) And it's just you you don't see any shape to it other than a shadow keeping pace with you. Yeah.
2: That's not And it's headed straight for the ranch.
1: Oh, no. Yeah.
2: So... I mean, there was nothing that, that any account that happened with that there, but it was something to note because, like, these, these, the activity just started picking up and picking up that other people were starting to notice it. And that and like Jesse said, that is fucking creepy. Could you imagine just driving? I didn't even go home. <laughs> I, I swear to God. <laughs> just driving. And like he said, just seeing this dark figure just running silently beside your car, uh, like 15 feet away from your car. And it's just, yeah. I mean, the... the it's it's probably crazy and scary to say the least right um, uh, what's wrong can you hear me yeah yeah I, I can
0: hear you i don't hear myself but okay
2: uh the next incident happened right in front of Comb. Comb and the team claimed to have witnessed a brightly lit sphere about the size of a basketball glowing with a bluish white light it hovered 15 feet right in front of him and the other investigators as Comb was about to snap a picture, the object just disappeared as if someone had just flipped the switch and, and it was gone.
3: A recurring thing that oh, every yeah. time that they fix a camera on the event that's going to happen, <sighs> mm-hmm. it's always ever so slightly out of frame. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. you know, it just the equipment gives out.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, that, you're, you're talking about one instance that's going to be at the end. Yeah. That one, I have to give a lot of credit to. That one, we're going to get to. and I'll, I'll give my reasoning behind that. Okay. Right? So now curious and the others uh, begin to search the area right when suddenly one of the men who was wearing night vision goggles exclaims jesus the man claims he was looking at the tree line when he saw something right Mm -hmm. Combe asked him to describe what it was the man said fearfully that he was watching a huge black thing right in front of him he said it was so huge that he couldn't tell if it was in front of the trees or behind the trees
3: this but, is a tree line, and these yeah, are very tall trees. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But there was one thing that he was certain of, that it was blocking out the stars. That's how big this thing was. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's it, that one was... Ooh, that one was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I, I, I know that there is no evidence, right? Like, there's no documentable evidence besides the accounts that these but, scientists have. But these are just so
3: fantastical accounts yeah, that... Yeah, exactly. I mean, who if anything <laughs> if i would be more inclined to not believe it if they were like yeah it was a little green alien or yeah it was like a, yeah, a, yeah. a weird wolf freak. but these they don't give it any shape they literally are like i don't know yeah. what it is yeah yeah but it's fucking huge like it's like attack on titan kind of style or <laughs> like they're just freaking out
2: yeah and and even at that i mean these are these are trained scientists i mean these are guys with phds and stuff like that uh that I don't, I don't think that they would have any reason to be lying or I about think they'd these
3: things. Be able to give you a better description of it. Oh well, yeah, that's you know, true. They're also, they yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure they're very well articulated. So in, you know, mm-hmm. giving you words yeah. and whatnot. So, so this
2: this account still this account still goes on, right? It's while they're watching this and listening to the man's accounts that the same man suddenly screams out, "They've got me!" Oh Right, ooh. the man right in front of comb begins to be attacked psychically by whatever he's yeah witnessing yeah so he's he's he says or describes that whatever it is is speaking directly into his mind and it's saying one thing over and over we are watching you we are watching you we are watching you and then it was gone so Oh yeah, that one is good. I really like that. That's a
0: big help.
3: (laughs) I mean, I I guess it it, just—it's. I guess how we have our headphones on. Just imagine someone saying that or watching you. Yeah, like you don't have headphones on, (laughs) and it's inside of your brain.
2: Yeah,
0: that's a that's a big no thank you.
2: So yeah, but oh man, that that is such a good spooky story. Mm
0: -hmm. It's a good one. Not about that life. What? <laughs> Wait, well,
3: I'm pretty sure none of
2: them were about that <laughs> life. Like, yeah, actually the the guy that I i was just talking about, uh he is one of the very few that is identified as being one of the NIDS team. His name is Eric Davis, and it was almost like he was cursed with uh having these incidents happen to him because every time he was around, something always happened, and it was something always extreme. Like the poor guy just Always had something happening to him. Uh, but, so let's move forward. Okay. Uh, another one of the stranger incidences occurred in uh, April of 1997. When Tom had called up Colm and told him that another calf and dog had gone missing. So Colm, being in Vegas I think at the time, I'm not very sure, uh, hopped on a plane and made his way there. It's when he arrived that he discovered that he had missed another one of the stranger occurrences by an hour like he just missed it tom described to comb that him and ellen had been driving the ranch counting cows and checking on the herd when they drove by four of their prized bulls and it's funny because tom also says that that she mentions at this time that when she sees the bulls she she like exclaims Like, oh, I don't know what we'd do if I lost those bulls, right? Like because they're they're prize bulls. Again, they're cattle ranchers. This This, is where they make their money.
3: I just want to make a point. This leads out to the point that they kind of all if you pay attention to the stories, they all make this point, but it's not outlined where everybody feels like like how we said, they're being watched, listened in done. So Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. that they say or Fear or do to amongst each other ends up happening. Right,
2: right. Yeah, it's it's like we said,
3: it's almost as
2: if the presence is omnipotent, right? Like if it's aware of everything that's going on. So, it's on their way back that they notice that the same pen that four gigantic bulls that once stood in were gone. So Tom hits the brakes and jumps out and begins to search frantically. His searching leads them to unlocked storage container where he discovers the four bulls gigantic bulls packed tightly into this trailer barely conscious and just standing there and he's just confused as fuck he's i mean i'm sure he's just like what the fuck
3: i mean the only logical thing is like somebody sedated them to put them in there right
2: and and uh, he does describe it as if they were they were sedated like they were confused they were non-coherent and stuff uh, so he bangs on the trailer, and they spring to light and just destroy the trailer, right? Oh, they shit. they destroy the trailer and bust out and everything. So, like I said, Combe had just gotten there and discovered the, the scene. Uh, it's when he further investigated that he discovered that all the metal in the area had become magnetized and stayed like that for the next 48 hours. Oh, yeah, so, uh, but again, like, what does it mean? What, why? Why? Why did that happen?
3: Yeah. What's the What's the correlation between the metal being magnetized and bulls being put in that pen? Yeah. Like there's an,
0: like know,
2: it, it all again. It almost feels childish. Yeah. yeah. I
0: was gonna say it sounds like they're just trying to fuck around. With yeah.
2: Them. Unless Tom is just making this bullshit up. But yeah. even at,
3: even at that, like like I said, it's so fantastical that if there's they are basically doing like I don't get it. Like if yeah. they're trying yeah. to scare us, this isn't it's more <laughs> bewildering like it's yeah. teen angst kind yeah. of stuff like you know
2: yeah and uh, again like comb he he knows that this storage container was perfectly fine before he left because that storage container was actually located right near the command center that the Nids team had stayed in so before he left it was perfectly fine and then just you know a day or something i'm not entirely sure but it's not it seems like it happened almost immediately after he had left and this container is destroyed now. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just one of those strange things. I,
3: I always viewed it as like the thing was trying to fight their logic.
2: Ooh, that is a very nice... Uh...
3: Like, just everything that they did, they're, they're a science-based group. Mm-hmm, they're trying to mm-hmm. figure it out. But the, I, I feel every time that they were there, they just got mm-hmm. more nonsense throw at them. thrown at them. That they literally couldn't find correlations with it was literally like it was fighting their logic and yeah, science yeah, with complete yeah. Utter nonsense
2: yeah uh and and again it's it's just like well what was the express purpose of all of this right what like is, if, if, what if it wasn't yeah <laughs> and that's what like i said at the very beginning of our journey into skinwalker ranch that was one of the things that i first said was you're probably gonna walk away with this with more questions than you are gonna have answers because none of this ever seems to kind of make sense it never ever seems to ever give you an idea of where it's going with this so after this everything went quiet on the ranch and stayed quiet for a few months that is until august 25th when two investigators witnessed something out of this world and strange while sitting on a bluff overlooking the field and the ranch oh i like this one yeah (laughs) this one is cool (laughs) uh overlooking the ranch the the investigators saw nothing and didn't see nothing for the next six hours uh and this was one of the investigations that they were really going to try to go out all out on right if you remember in the last episode i mentioned the stranger who went on the land to meditate who got attacked by the predator yeah so uh eric davis i think was one of the ones again On this investigation and began this investigation with another meditation session poor guy yeah poor guy uh so he 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 started meditating to to try to stir something up at the very beginning of this investigation but of course like i said nothing was happening so they even began to uh break everything down discouraged putting away all their equipment but suddenly they noticed a strange yellow light 150 feet below them they watched as the light began to grow. So one of the men began to unpack everything while the other guy grabbed uh, the night vision goggles to get a better look, right? Still, the Big light mistake. grew. <laughs> Still, the light was growing, right? Uh, the night vision goggles, had a better look. Still, the light grew. Uh, the men were watching through the goggles, whispered, It's a tunnel. It's when the light grew to about two feet in diameter. The man with the goggles claims he witnessed a six-foot creature with no face crawl out of the light, get up, walk away, and disappear. After the after that, the light went out, and the two men hurried down to the site only to find a strong, musky smell. And the only other thing that could be made out uh, of the pictures that they had taken was it was just a strange beam of light that pretty much could
3: have been anything. So... Literally, a tunnel of black abyss appeared, and out of that abyss, a no, a dark, oh. weird, <laughs> elongated shadow mm-hmm. crawled out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm when when they when I read that, that all I could think of was like that weird uh ring crawl coming out of oh
2: it. Uh, the samara
3: crawl. Yeah. I got oh. you
1: <laughs> because
3: There's... the the way the dude's describing it like the the account is like he's literally in, in terror from watching this thing fall out. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, he's he's fucking terrified. Uh just kinda like, Oh man, it's a fucking tunnel. It's a tunnel, man. Something's coming out of it. Like he's panicking as he's describing it. So the poor other guy without the goggles is just
3: <laughs> watching this. Yeah, but he, they're they're looking at the same thing, but <laughs> seen this guy's different seen things. Different things. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure he's like, what does it look like? And he's like, I don't know. It's just crawling out.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So, oh, man, that that is such a good
3: one.
0: It makes me think, like, there was a Slender Man Ooh, that was coming out of it.
3: Nice. That's a good well, one. I mean, yeah, that's the best way to, to describe it because that's all these things are. Just, mm-hmm. like, slendery, shadowy figures. Yeah. yeah.
2: Faces. yeah. Or crypto- cryptids, just mm-hmm. being on the land.
3: And the thing that always goes with it is there's always a, s- a strong odor or oh yeah uh,
2: and see I haven't even gotten in well I I didn't put it in there because I mean it's it's not a very big thing but the odor is a big thing there was many accounts where a strange odor would like just appear out of nowhere and along with this odor whoever was smelling it would also have a sense of fear it was like a smell and a fear almost like
1: like
3: a pheromone kind
2: of yeah, thing going on or so, even or even like a uh uh like a de-evolution of your conscious self right like it was going back to a time where you would smell or see something and like you know we were primates we would get fearful because we knew it was a predator yeah, like or our something.
3: embedded fear of serpents yeah
2: you know so it's primal yeah yeah it was a primal thing uh and this smell would just appear ev- everywhere anywhere even in places where you would expect it not to be
3: ever since we're like diving into this part of skinwalker ranch which uh, goes into a lot of the other things that i'm really interested in which i hope you, i don't know if people will laugh about it or not depending on like how interested they are in these but detail per detail on skinwalker ranch which is like way years back and when their peak of activity started happening the mexican Chipacabra things <laughs> and yeah. word per word their sightings are identical to skinwalker ranch right, right. it's a creature there's a uh, mulated uh, livestock yeah yeah and there's smells uh-huh. and they can't desc- they, they can't be described of course you know the weird t-shirt looking thing you know it's kind of like a caricature now but the actual accounts of it you know they, they can't Ooh. really tell you what it looks like
2: right right yeah and i remember the whole chupacabra uh craze at the time i I thought it was weird
3: yeah i was still living in laredo like in in mexico and it was like highly covered by (laughs) uh mexico outlets and news sources so yeah i mean it was like an everyday thing
2: damn i and you know i don't i don't think that there was ever a cryptid that was described on skinwalker ranch that kind of looked like a chupacabra. well you
1: see that
3: it was never because they would give like they would interview the ranchers and like the mexican uh News, uh, you know, outlets, right? And they never gave it a form. Uh-huh. They would just say there's a shadowy figure, and sometimes their eyes would glow red. But we always knew when it was coming because we could smell it.
1: Oh shit! Okay. And it
3: smelled like either something was burning, mm-hmm. or it smelled like a like a rotting animal.
1: Oh shit! Okay.
3: And Ooh. that that's there wasn't any like uh, animal noises. They would just smell it. Yeah. It felt weird and then they would go check on their livestock, and it was mutilated. Oh, shit. So they never saw that weird-looking creature that everybody draws. It was never described like that.
2: Damn, okay. So back to the story, right? Now, of all the accounts that I've just told y'all, may come with a sense of doubt or skepticism, but this next one is the one that is, I guess, like my personal favorite, right? Because it was witnessed by multiple team members and had video evidence to back it up. Uh, now, whether that video evidence kind of proves that th- that something happened or didn't happen is completely
3: it's it's dicey yeah it, it just it didn't record what it was supposed to <laughs> yeah.
2: so uh, now, like I've mentioned before, getting any type of evidence on
3: on anything yeah on
2: anything on the ranch is tricky, and in an attempt to solve this problem, the team decided to take six surveillance cameras and set them up to point at each other in the most active area on the ranch <laughs> okay.
3: Well, this is like, oh, uh, let me just reiterate, this is a bit of frustration from the <laughs> from the people because, like I said, everything's always out of frame. Yeah. <laughs> everything's always moving. The camera's in on the right. It's just, this is just a setup out of pure frustration. Yeah, pretty much. It, I mean,
2: this was them trying to solve the problem, right? Like trying to catch something. Uh, these cameras had already been up in the area for about a year without catching like the slightest bit of anything, right? Like Jesse said, it was always off just a slight bit off of the the
3: frame. these cameras have been up and incidents have happened around them Mm -hmm. but they just never Mm -hmm. caught anything
2: so it was uh in july of 98 tom had noticed that three of the six cameras had went dead he went to investigate only to discover that the cables from the back of the cameras had been meticulously ripped out like they weren't just ripped out they were like kind of pulled out, right? Because they had duct tape on them and everything. And it was like the duct tape had gone missing. Like somebody unraveled the duct tape and pulled them out, right? Uh, The NITS team, knowing that they had the cameras pointed at the cameras, went and rushed to review the footage. But what they found was more perplexing than the latter. They found that all the cameras were operational and working up until 8.30 p.m. when all the cameras just suddenly blinked off and nothing was captured up to that point. Nothing was seen, right? The only thing that was seen was that the cameras were looking at each other. They had their red indicator lights that clearly showed that they were on. And then suddenly they were off. And everybody had witnessed this. Everybody was there that, that time to say, like, yeah, we don't know what the fuck happened. Like some credible scientists comb Keller her everybody was there. So that one is just oh man, I love that one. And that one is so cool. Just to,
3: again, just to emphasize in it, you're in a ranch, a bunch of miles away from everybody. You're with your set team. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like some uh, John Carpenter's the thing going on. You know, you <laughs> you've you've got the set people that you know you're with. Everybody's not trying to fuck around, and you're all finally like, yes, we got something. Yeah, yeah, and then. Nothing. <laughs> nothing so you, you, I'm pretty sure the the, uh, the animosity building amongst each other oh yeah because I'm yeah. pretty sure they hated one person that's, that's <laughs> there and they're like it's gotta be that guy just you know? fucking around yeah like he's the one messing this stuff up you know <laughs>
2: yeah and I I would probably start putting it on Tom
3: like Tom you motherfucker <laughs> yeah like it, it eventually you start taking personally because you're you know you're trying to figure something out and you're like who's doing this like mm-hmm. seriously yeah
2: so, this is pretty much when everything begins to wind down, right? Like, this is the marker where everything starts to kind of calm down. Uh, only a few more accounts were taken, you know, in the preceding months. Uh, one of the more notable ones, the last accounts, right? Uh, I'm going to put a shout out to our boy out there. <laughs> uh, the last account claims that uh, team members and some ranch hands gave chase to a large bipedal humanoid creature, hairy creature when the creature seemed to have been cornered by the team uh suddenly a large orange tunnel appeared out of thin air and the creature jumped into it
3: and disappeared the fuck? sasquatch
1: yeah
3: he's like <laughs> i like he's like i heard there was some stuff going on here i'm sorry <laughs> I'm headed back to. I know.
1: I feel like he's. I'm headed so back out to the place. donkey bridge. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like I just wanted to clear the air, guys. It's not me. <laughs> he's so out of place there. What are you doing there, Bigfoot?
3: I believe at one point they they said he had a Mono Ginobili jersey and <laughs> a bottle of Big Red. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh. No. Bigfoot. Anyways. rotting his big old. <laughs>
2: But like I said, everything started to calm down, uh, and after this, uh, the Nids team had basically been pulled from Skinwalker Ranch in 2007, and that would be the end of the accounts of Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, Bigelow moves on to develop two more ventures, uh, basically ending with uh, Bass uh, Bigelow Aerospace uh, Studies. So, and and that's pretty much his uh, venture into getting into basically studying pretty much uh like the technologies of ufos and trying to develop it and stuff like yeah, that he, he starts uh,
3: the i think linking up like motorola and all these different oh, companies that one wow oh yeah he starts uh linking up like the he does like research on like well how did these companies get boosted so easily mm-hmm. you know what what's the because i think he started saying like the the stuff that was used for uh space exploration okay and the gap of like basically leaps of okay. technology that they had over a short amount of time was just yeah. you know it didn't make sense to him. No it shit. was just like it's impossible, you know, how they could just have these technology <laughs> overnight. Like.
2: So he's questioning the people. Yeah, I mean,
3: it goes back to like, are they uh, you know reverse engineering it? Yeah, you know, yeah. where are these getting? These, where are they getting these ideas from? Huh,
2: cool. Uh, but, yeah, he goes on to do that. Uh, basically, same focus, different area. Uh, the ranch is later sold to a mysterious buyer for $4.5 million. Oh, hey, shit. Yeah.
0: 200000 to that? Yep. Boy.
2: That's how, that's how we got that money. Mm. So, <laughs> uh, and it, it almost makes sense that a company like this would purchase the ranch, Right. The business that actually purchased the ranch is called Adamantium LLC, right? Yeah, no shit, and it still owns the ranch. Uh, The ranch now, all the surrounding roads, blocked off. Blocked off. The entrance to Skinwalker Ranch, blocked off. off.
3: No drones. Yeah. No.
2: No nothing. Checkpoints set up all around the the the
3: ranch.
1: How do I get a job (laughs) there?
3: Well. Funny you say that. um, There's a Netflix special going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Of the dude that um, got a job (laughs) studying UFOs. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. And, like, up for (laughs) the latter part of the 80s and 90s, this guy was ridiculed. They they discredited his uh, his, uh, degrees. They basically erased them off of the world and this is this george knapp no this isn't george knapp
2: uh oh my god this is gonna kill me because i know who you're talking about
3: this is the guy that (laughs) this is the guy that said that they had developed a new element Mm -hmm. oh
2: i know yes oh my god i know who you're talking about kill me i know who you're talking about
3: they all laughed at him and -hmm. then maybe like five years down the line they they literally said yes we got this element but it's it's a an armor
2: well, see, he he's done other interviews. He's done one with uh, Joe Rogan, where yeah, he actually he kind of broke a lot of his silence on that one. Like, I don't know what it is about Joe Rogan, but like he can get the most out of people. Don't
3: understand why. Because he's a regular guy, and they're you're really. Talking about,
2: I think he's like a bro, bro. You know, like. But yeah, yeah,
1: but like,
3: there's okay. When yeah. you're getting interviewed <laughs> with somebody, you can feel like where they're kind of apprehensive of what you're saying, or they'll try to yeah. like make you like. But when you're talking to Joe Rogan, it's just like he's like, yeah, tell me more, and you see like yeah, his yeah. his enthusiasm about it. Yeah, like, oh, this dude's
2: really interesting. Well, yeah, I guess I can see where you're coming from because Joe Rogan does have a interest in this because like he actually did an interview with Dan Aykroyd and oh, Dan Aykroyd, yeah, Dan Aykroyd. Oh is my god, the, I mean,
3: I don't know if you know anything about Dan Aykroyd, Jen, but yes. he is like very yeah, into the paranormal. Oh my god, like
2: well, I mean, his family for like centuries. Yes. Well, not centuries, uh, decades. Yeah, I maybe. guess. Uh, was basically at the forefront of paranormal study and that stuff is like true. that. Like his dad was super into it. His grandfather was even more super into it. Like Dan Aykroyd is a very interesting character in the in the world of the paranormal. Legit
3: Ghostbuster. Yeah, like he is
2: a <laughs> legit Ghostbuster. Like he could talk to you about even like the smallest minute sciences about the paranormal. Like a, a, he could talk to you about like the the energies that happen, and the, it's it's just you mind know what? blowing.
0: Um, I'm just gonna say that. Uh, M from And That's Why We Drink actually did an episode on this on Dan Aykroyd.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I don't remember what um what episode number that they did it on, but, Yeah, uh, I know that they did do an episode on Dan Aykroyd. That's the only reason that I know this.
2: Yeah, I mean uh, one of my heroes, You better not pass soon. Nah. Back, so I mean,
0: why would you even mention that <laughs> in 2020?
3: Oh yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean we all get there eventually. I'm just his. I think his daughter, right? Oh, I'm
2: not sure. All I, I know is is basically his history.
3: I I know that he's basically you know there, there's uh-huh. there's succession lines that he's
2: doing. Oh yeah, yeah. So. I mean he he's laying lines all over the place. Uh, I think he even has a story where he was followed by the by the CIA. Yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But
3: uh, back to that dude. Yeah, he, I mean he described everything by the T, like interviews went on shows uh las vegas Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. there's a a famous las vegas news reporter who would always cover him Mm -hmm. and every single thing that he would say is an actual thing that happened like the scanners the yeah
2: oh yeah the hand scanners that's right with the dna and stuff like that yeah that one is very interesting and you know now that i'm kind of remembering more and more it's almost a sad story what they did to this guy because they basically erased his career they destroyed this man's career and just threw him to the wayside like what they did to this guy was pretty bad and that's that said, i if i remember
3: correctly he didn't want to know any of this shit he no. doesn't even want to talk about this yeah he yeah his thing is he doesn't profit of it yeah. what what this guy's spiel basically is is he's pissed off that the government has this knowledge and technology and they don't want to share it with the public yeah. yeah he's all like we deserve to know like we deserve to have this because uh, he actually starts telling you about patents that have been gotten mm-hmm. destroyed, mm-hmm. like the I, I believe the water, the in, the engine that runs on water. Oh shit! That I this, don't this, one, this one, this one dude, essentially was able to get rid of fossil fuels. Oh shit! Oh, and he put in the patent for it and it was taken away by the US government yeah. and the dude was never allowed to speak about it again an actual inventor yeah and yeah. he says America is an America we we can well yeah well
2: there was it. there was like that guy who was in the mid uh, 2000s that had created a fusion reactor that was like completely safe completely uh and then reusable. it just went away for and then it just reason. went away he created it in his garage said that somebody showed up and then that was the end of it yeah so crazy stuff that happens out there but basically to, to say the least on the on the episode mm-hmm. that is the end of skinwalker ranch and nids on on the the ranch uh it's still being studied on like I said it's been closed down uh the guy who owns it I forgot what his name was I should have taken hit it because it was in 2020 that they finally released who this guy was. Oh, really? Yes. And he even said like he's like dude this this shit keeps me up at night. Not a, not a, not only the things happening on the ranch but the simple fact that because apparently this dude is a, like, real estate mogul, like this dude has created an empire for himself, and that he's afraid that what this would do to his image and his his other sub, subsidiary uh, companies and stuff, because this is a strange purchase for that company. But again, he, just like Bob Bigelow, or like Rob, uh, has an interest in the paranormal and, and UFOs. Uh, it's one of the things that they seem to like note all the time is that he has like a huge memorabilia collection, like in eating. the
3: words of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, pique my interest, sir. <laughs> it's, oh God.
0: I don't get that reference. <laughs> it's from
3: it's the memes, the the Django thing where he has like oh, the little thing. Uh,
1: that's why. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, anyways,
3: wait. I have a question from you guys. Okay, you've heard Jen. You mean you've heard everything that we've been saying about Skinwalker Ranch? you uh, Dove deep into it, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, enthusiastic how I am. Me personally, it's a thought process that I have for this. I personally think that some really fucking crazy shit happened between them. Okay. Like in the in them as investigating that they don't even want to say. Right, right. I think that there's a lot of stuff that they're just gonna take to their grave. That was so mind shattering mm-hmm, for them mm-hmm. that it, it'll probably never reach so
2: yeah it's funny that you say that because like i mentioned i think in the last episode a lot of these accounts are very personal to the people if you notice like you you had mentioned earlier when ellen was mentioning about the bulls it specifically went for the bulls right like these these things happen uh, to the individual like it's an individual experience Uh, it's different for everybody as some people experience like fearful things others don't others experience like a sense of tranquility or something you know others see something others don't others smell something it's just, all very different
3: i think that these are really hardened guys that like mm-hmm. they wouldn't tell you if like their dad's corpse was talking to him like <laughs> in in the live, like oh this is like a legit thing because a lot of these guys they're like oh well it just looked like a like a shadow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a very strange thing to say to someone like Especially, you know, like I said, it's very fantastic with things going yeah. on here. And, yeah. you know, half the time, you know, I feel like they're just not including a lot of it. You know? Yeah. I yeah. have
0: a question because, like, I did try to do a little bit of research and there was a mention of a possible cover-up of a death.
2: Yes. Uh, I couldn't find anything on death. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because you're reading the one where one of the one of the investigators yeah. had died and that Bob Bigelow had actually tried covering it yeah. up. But there was no, there was no accounts of any that, oh, okay. at least that I could find. I mean, okay. there was
3: even hearsay that I've read and heard a couple of videos that, at some point, the crew believed that he was working with the U.S. government because mm-hmm. uh, you know there was machinery and at some point men would show up mm-hmm. with credentials yeah, yeah. that they had never heard of before.
2: Yeah. Uh, but you know, and that's funny because this. Like the the range of activity that happened on the ranch doesn't just stop with the 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 extraterrestrial, I guess, right? Like the UFOs and stuff it's, like that.
3: It's not even like five percent of it. it. It's just yeah, yeah. It, it's all over the fucking place. You've yeah, ghost ghosts, poltergeists.
2: See, and that's the thing that I was gonna mention the poltergeists, right? I didn't even jump into the poltergeist stuff because there's actually uh like two spirits that are claimed to be on the ranch one of them being a an ancient shaman from i guess from like one of the native indian tribes that was around there i don't know if it was the Utes or the.
3: i just realized what this reminds me of what does it remind you of cabin in the fucking oh, woods, cabin in the woods. where they have the
2: no think about it like all kinds of different cryptids yeah. and ghosts and stuff I no mean,
3: shit people say that the way that you get away with a lie is by making um, the way you get away with something being truthful and you want to lie you make it into <laughs> Thing like an over exaggerated yeah. imagine if this movie is based upon Skinwalker Ranch. They <laughs> that have the area awesome. closed off. Yeah, they use chemicals, pheromones to uh-huh. activate the stuff, and, and that's the underground, shit. the like, underground shit happening at Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Is <laughs> it's, I mean, it, if you if you kind of go into it, I mean, doesn't it make sense? Yeah, yeah, it, it's a nice theory. We just put another theory into that, <laughs> that, that big old bucket.
1: Not I as mean, well.
3: like I said, if you take that movie scene per scene you've got got skinwalker wrench zombies there's a fucking group of people going well what are you literally listening to everything (laughs) that they're saying basing everything upon their fears (laughs) what do we want to fuck with these guys yeah and it's just like you know what fuck it zombies win you know what i mean like 2020 in in a nutshell (laughs) yeah so uh,
2: a, another spirit that is claimed to actually be on the ranch is the small, the ghost of a small girl. That one is pretty oh spooky, man. yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I have for Skinwalker Ranch. Like I said, it's still being studied on, but I kind of wanted to keep it tight and concise. Yeah. On, really I go off really on a good. lot of
3: loops because, like I said, I could have a conversation with anybody <laughs> over this, and I could just. These are all things that I've already thought of. Like, whenever Hollywood comes out with something new, I'm just like. Where does it stem from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, I really, I feel like I'm very much more informed and in that I could actually talk to somebody about this. Because I've actually listened to a couple of episodes from other podcasts from Skinwalker Ranch, and, like, they didn't even cover, like, half of the shit that you did. So
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, very nice.
2: Very nice. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, yeah, with some of my research, I can offer a little bit more yeah. or something
0: different very in depth
3: well, again i can kind of agree with why they don't cover it because they can't source a lot of stuff it's a lot of like hearsay and whatnot yeah but yeah. you know it is what it is it's out there you know yeah. it's not like well
2: i mean uh, to to be honest i i got a lot of my stuff from hunt for the skinwalker it was released in 2005 uh, i also got some from the utah ufo display uh a lot of internet stuff and then uh a j- uh, uh, I would say 50-50, the other 50 came from uh, podcasts that I enjoy listening to that also covered it. Uh, So yeah, I mean, I I tried getting as deep and as detailed, but I also wanted to keep stuff that was crucial to the story in it. So yeah, yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely give us a comment. Uh, If you've heard different things or if you have your own theories, definitely... Shoot us a message, email or yeah, comment. come
3: on, guys. I can't be the only one that's correlating uh, <laughs> cabin in cabin the, in the woods. woods to Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> awesome. If you if you're truly a Skinwalker fanatic, you had to have like been like, yeah, <laughs> this is it right here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure somebody was in the theater like
3: Skinwalker <laughs> Ranch.
2: <laughs> it was uh, it was uh, once upon a, upon a time in Hollywood. The yeah, the, the, the
3: Leonardo uh,
2: <laughs> DiCaprio.
3: So I know that. <laughs> um, but also before uh, Jen does her whole spiel, I'm excited about this uh, next episode we're doing. Oh yeah, Jersey Devil. The Jersey
2: Devil. This is gonna be a fun one. This yeah, it's
3: very fun. fun. It's it's gonna be a little bit more lighthearted because yeah. Yeah. it's fifty fifty. It's, it's good-
2: the devil. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's fifty fifty with me. Like I take it seriously, but at the same time, there's like a good amount of lightheartedness in it. Well, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I'm just gonna shoot my shot. Adamantium LLC, just shoot me an email, send my resume. <laughs> I'm She's, great at administrative. They're like, hell
3: no, you have a podcast. <laughs> you blab
0: everything out. I have great administrative yeah. abilities.
2: She's also been uh, wanted by the CIA, FBI.
0: And IRS.
2: And IRS. She's
3: been offered jobs there.
0: And what was this last one? Oh, my gosh. Trader's Village. <laughs> <laughs> I turned down that job in wow. the interview. <laughs>
2: what? What an exciting uh, yeah. offer!
0: Yep. Um. What else was God. there? Any, oh yeah, I'm a notary. Come oh, on. Okay. My, wow. my signature you know means something. I just okay. I, <laughs> I, I want to
3: say that Jen didn't have enough fun when she decided to turn down her but it's because after a while, when she felt she was unhappy with. What they were offering or I would have started to troll the interviewer like, "Do I get <laughs> free <sorry>. margaritas? <laughs> uh, do we get ticket vouchers? Can I drink on the job? You know, like just, <laughs> just be outlandish and ridiculous. Just Go real stepbrothers on them."
0: I, I still needed to to be a little professional. Okay. Anyway, just
2: in case. Just in just case. In case. Just so. I uh, Jesse's excited about the next episode. I'm excited for the next month. Can we already kind of give an idea of what we plan- We want to plan for next month. So, go ahead. I'll let you. Sorry,
0: we're gonna be doing uh, some extra stories. Uh, they're gonna be Halloween themed. Um, yeah. There's gonna be some true crime in there. Probably some uh, urban legends like the razors and the can yeah, yeah, I'm going with. I'm
3: going full fledged or urban legends because that's. That's my my and papas. That, that's
2: where you feel like Halloween um, kind of
0: I'm definitely gonna be embodies true crime. Yeah,
3: because that's, because that's that's, that's my, my meetup papas from from uh, mainly from Mexico. Okay, okay. There's a lot of like stuff that you know you, they just so, used to throw out as ki- at kids from <laughs> us, not actual Tex Mex, but like actual Mexican kids. Yeah, there's a guy with a satchel that kidnaps you. Mm. Interesting Save it for
0: next month. Yeah,
3: yeah, it's just it's just so it's tip <laughs> of the iceberg. Yeah, man.
2: it's it's gonna be Halloween themed. Uh, I think also what we wanted to do with uh, the extra episodes was do our favorite creepy pastas. Oh yes, yes. So uh, yeah, maybe a little more content out there for some of our fans. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah,
0: I was I was thinking about uh, my favorite one, and it's gonna be a a bit interesting how we're gonna be able to do it, and I'll talk about it off air. Okay, all right. <laughs> But um, aside from that, anything else you guys want
3: to add? No, no. I'm just excited for this month in general coming
2: I in mean, yeah, you know, October. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we have enough people listening to justify us to continue this because I'm having a lot of fun with this.
3: Yeah. For I, sure. I'm, I'm having a blast with in. this. Yeah, <laughs> right, thanks,
2: Mom. Yeah. Even though
3: you didn't write shit for me, <laughs> <laughs> she's all working on it right now.
0: I got you, Mijo. <laughs>
3: Maybe you'll read it right.
1: <laughs> well,
0: um, again, thank you guys for tuning in with us. Um, definitely uh, leave a good review, uh, give us a good rating, share away. Uh, you can send in your stories to be read to paranormal at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at paranormal.chat.
3: Yeah, let's start that skinwalker discussion thing. Like, yeah, I, I want to yeah. hear y'all guys' thoughts about that for <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, okay, thanks guys. Be safe and uh, make sure you are registered to vote. And see y'all next week. Bye. Bye
2: bye.